Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. My name is Carmen, and in case you didn't already look at part one, and you're seeing this episode, part two, and you're going, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. Well, let me just tell you that Kelsey and I recorded the longest Gray's Academy episode that we have ever done. It was over two hours, and after the fact, we said, hey, this needs to be broken up. This is a lot to handle. And uh, we decided to do that. But we decided to do that after we'd already done recording and the content was live and hot and stanky. So we broke this up. I'm recording uh, a couple hours after we had done this. This is, we did it in post. And just want to make sure that you had a chance to listen to part one first. So if you haven't listened to this brand new episode, part one, start there, circle back. Let us know what you think, share it with your friends, and we appreciate all the flexibility and all of the support that you've given us over these past couple of years, and even just today with your flexibility on this. We know this is kind of crazy. Some of you like the long episodes, some of you like the shorter episodes, but we just wanted to, to kind of give it to you guys both ways. So enjoy, and we'll see you in the episode. And we are back. Here we are, and now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland! Boom! Oh, nice. I got some thunder this time. I got it back, okay. yeah. Except for the little poof that was like two weeks ago or last week. Like just <laughs> last week poof. you deflated. Um, uh, so we have two men and a okay. lady. Two men and a lady. Just how I like it. Uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> you know that's funny <laughs> Mostly because it's not how I like it I prefer it three uh, women And just Carmen And all of those women are just Also no Jennifer Aniston <laughs> oh, not, I really thought you were going to say Jessica I thought it was going to go nice <laughs> It was going to be nice in the end And it wasn't uh, Okay two men and a woman Okay I am convinced Andre is one of them Yes Fuck yeah uh, the other one is Walter Tapley. Yes. And the woman is the sister. Yes. Oh, yes. Living in Shondaland. You're my bitch this week. Finally. It doesn't happen very often. Do I get all, all of them? It doesn't. Um, Paul Dooley, Dr. Walter Tapley, was in one episode of Private Practice, and he was also in very poor health in that episode. Did he play um, Walter Tapley? He did not. <laughs> Dumb. Don't, don't get into it. Um, Shonda's continuity, sometimes <laughs> I just question it. Just wait. Remember, um, remember when, uh, what's her name from Gilmore Girls was in the same, the same storyline yes. as well? Yeah. Also, interesting. They had met. They had the two different versions of that one person had met Olivia Pope. It just doesn't make yes. sense. Yes. Right. Um, Jeffrey D. Sams is Andre, and he was in five stations of nineteen and one episode of How to Get Away with Murder. And then April Grace, who is Greta's sister, uh, was in two episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, what what was she in How to Get Away with Murder? So. It did not, it just gave me a name and it was in the, um, 
it was in the half stall time, the season two half stall time. So I think she may have been either like the judge or like a DA on that case, but it was oh, not yeah. a name I Oh, yeah. She may have been the judge, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I meant to look it up um, specifically because it just told me a name, but it didn't say like judge show and so or anything. So I was like, I don't remember. And I was going to go back and watch the episode, but I didn't because I did not have time. Well, you have a but little baby to take care of. I have one and then another one that sometimes screams for just like no reason. And then I have to navigate that. Like today I ripped up a piece of paper and gave Bennett half a paper because he thinks it's really funny to rip paper. Then Scarlett fell on the ground and full on like cried, like sobbing hysterics for like five and a half minutes. And I was like, I want to help you, but I truly don't know what's wrong. What was the problem? She didn't want him to have the paper. Ah, three-year-olds, man. Just listen. I am just you wait. Truly, it's like, and I'm like, I try, and I'm I I don't ever want to say stop crying because I feel like that sends the wrong message. And even one time, Michael was like, Scarlett, when you cry, does it make you feel better? And she goes, Yeah. And he goes, Well, well, all right. If it makes you feel better, that's fine. (laughs) Didn't do it, I guess. (laughs) That was not the answer I was expecting, but okay. (laughs) We're we're always like, you can be upset. And like cry, but like we can't help you because your emotion, like your thought process, is just so out there. You have to explain it to us before you scream because we don't know what the fuck is going on. I I have a feeling that Marlo is going to be that way for us because today, like we we spent like maybe ten minutes or so outside while we were waiting for, for Jessica to get home. And, and she was like drawing with chalk on the outside. Um, and she, she put, do you remember that our front porch has like this ledge and then it's yeah. the sidewalk that goes to the driveway. So she just would take this bucket and put her chalk in. And then she would just s- kind of, she'd pick up the bucket, squat on the top of the ledge and put it on the ground, like down on the step, mm-hmm. crawl down to the bottom of the step pick up the bucket, put it on the ledge, crawl back up on the ledge, and then just put the bucket back down on the ground. And I'm like, I don't... What's the game? You're in a a loop here. And then she would take the chalk out, she would walk over and hand it to me, go back to the bucket, look inside the bucket, look at me, go take the chalk from me and put it back in the bucket. And I just don't... She's beautiful and I love her and she's incredible, but I just don't understand. And I have a feeling that... One of these days, she too will see me rip up a piece of paper and cry because she didn't want the piece of paper ripped up or something. And yeah. I, I get it. And I when I tell it. you, like, this is blank paper that he had already, like, grabbed the end of, so half of it was already ripped. So I was like, just gave him the ripped part. Cause, like, he does, I will say, he puts a lot of things in his mouth. He does not put paper in his mouth. He truly just rips it and thinks it's very funny. That is funny. Ripped paper and is funny. So I'm like, okay, here's some free entertainment so that I can go to the bathroom in peace for a minute. Maybe, but I can't because then Scarlet will scream bloody murder. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> Back to Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so you were you were bringing up uh, the the Weber Mark Derek interaction. So why don't we why don't yes. we start there? OK, so Mark has announced he's turning over a new leaf because Bailey called him a whore and he was sad about it. So he doesn't want that anymore. So he's going to be like a. Um, he's going to be a more well-rounded man 
He's going to be invested in his sexual endeavors. It's not just about sex. He's like going to be a person of substance, which is funny to watch him try to do. Just because the way he goes about it, the one liners he gets. He's trying very hard and he's like not doing a great job, but like props to him for trying. I appreciate his effort. Um, so, and then he's, Derek is like doing the opposite and it's really annoying. Derek and Rose made me mad in this episode. Um, so Derek and Rose had sex. Um, Derek is mad that he thought about Meredith during their sex. So he's going to be mean to both Rose and Meredith, apparently. Um, because he's a really good guy and he, so he's like not talked to Rose since they had sex. He's like blowing her off. He's ignoring her. He's like finding excuses to run away from her in the hospital. And Mark's like, don't do that. Derek's like, the f- who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Tell me to call a bitch back. Um, and then he was, he said something to the effect of, so you've never, ever ghosted a girl after yeah. sex. And he's like, he's like, oh, when was the last time you ever called a woman back after sex? This uh, is a fair n- question. Since I've turned over a new leaf, uh, Derek, 100% of the time, actually. But also like they're opposites. So Mark could continue to be like the man whore that we know and love and still call Derek out because Derek is not acting like Derek. He's acting out of character. And so it would be normal, regardless of what Mark is doing, for him to be like, hey, why are you doing that? That's weird for you. I like the idea that Mark is so just like torn to bits because of something Bailey said. Yeah. Which makes sense. But Derek is just doing shit. His his reasoning doesn't make sense. Derek needs therapy. Oh, my God, does Derek need therapy? <laughs> and he's simply not in it. He's not in yeah. Hans in therapy. Love that. Love that. Love that moment. Um, yeah. Uh, Derek sucks. He, yeah, he's just avoiding Rose because he's still in love with Meredith, which is also the reason that he asked Rose out in the first place. So I don't understand why all of a sudden he's like surprised that he has feelings for Meredith. Yeah, that's a good summation. That's the, uh, he's like, I don't understand how my actions have consequences. And I also don't understand why my self-sabotage is biting me in the butt emotionally. I don't get it. So yeah, Mark's like, why didn't you call Rose back? And he gives him shit. And then the chief comes up and asks, oh, if you spend the night with a lady and she doesn't call you back. Does it mean she had a lousy time or does it mean that her answering machine was consumed in a fire? So fucking good. So funny. That it's line just alone so extreme. Is hilarious. Yes. Consumed in a fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Yeah, this is that. One. And then um, Derek goes or Mark says, see, even the chief calls calls people back. And he, Derek's like, you don't owe this person anything. Like it's new, it's casual, whatever. And Weber says, it's my wife. And they both go, Oh, (laughs) 
<laughs> so this is also on the heels of uh, Weber going up to them and he's like, man, uh, Han doesn't want to do the surgery because she thinks she's going to kill him. And they both go in unison, lightweight. <laughs> yeah. So like they have two very good unison scenes in a very short time period. Yeah, uh, I, so I, I, love, I love their bromance. I'm glad to see it. Uh, blossoming. Fa- uh, blossoming, but I do think to that conversation you we you and I had where you pointed out like we never saw closure. It's just yeah. the writers like decided we're okay, was like not yet. And then the next episode they were friends. So yeah, which is probably thirty minutes later in, in Shauna time. time. Yeah. So um, yeah, the it's just funny with the Weber and um and Adele. Thing. Why do you think Adele is ignoring him? I I think that she wants to be chased, which is what we see. We see that uh, she responds with a little winky face mm-hmm. in in the flirtatious text email thread back on a BlackBerry, which throwback. <laughs> love it. Love to see it. And and it's something that I'm glad they're making a woman do that because I feel like if, uh, yeah, I think the trope is that like, that's what the trope is. Yes. Thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. My brain stopped working there for a second. (laughs) I'm glad that you and I, uh, can finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Um, (laughs) incredible. So, but yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good storyline there. I, I think that, and I'm, and I'm okay with that. I want to see them work things out. I never hated, uh, I, I never wanted to see Weber. I don't want to see people break up in the show other than Derek and Meredith. I want (laughs) to see them, which they are broken up and they're still causing us turmoil. Yeah. And if you're going to be together, that's fine. But like, just be together. Just the will they, won't they thing. I'm sick and tired of it. The Weber thing, it makes sense because they have how many years of marriage? And he was he's a recovering alcoholic. And he that also was affair. like, had an affair with Ellis. And like, uh, Adele's getting getting those things out of her system right now. She's going on dates. And like, she was, you know, doing, doing the thing. She was getting her lady parts taken care mm-hmm. of. Like, she should mm-hmm. be. And I, I'm for it. Do it. The Bailey and Tucker thing, it's still a little bit fresh, but I Bailey needs to, you know, I, I she she deserves to be treated like a lady that she is, you know. But mm-hmm. Adele wants that too, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. Um, so do you think they'll they'll work it out? I am one hundred percent certain that they will in fact work it out. And then what will happen? They'll just be fine. Then they will get a divorce because it will ultimately <laughs> not be fine. <laughs> because they will not work it out. Yeah, they'll work it out until they don't. I'm sorry, there is a hair like somewhere in this, and it is poking me directly in my mouth, and I can't. Is it a beard? A beard hair somewhere? So sorry. I don't. I hope not. Might be Michael's beard hair. The the other thing that with with Mark is you get this fun little storyline where Callie and Han are at at the table before the Weber scene. They're like. Yo, uh, you think about threesome now? Like this is great, and they're leaning into it. Which also, there's no explanation there. Well, because they have have the awkward awkward, moment, right? And I think they're like, they're like, we'll just continue to make the joke, and then it'll it'll be funny. It'll just be funny. It was funny. It was so funny at the bar. We were laughing. It was funny, and we'll just pretend it's still funny. 
and we'll like also tease Mark because, you know, he has this new leaf. So like what, a, like, obviously you gotta like take that opportunity to like harass him. Obviously. Um, and man, does she commit to the bit? Oh she yeah. She commits to that bit. I respect that. And, and so the, the funny thing, so she goes, tell me you're not thinking of a threesome right now. And then Mark's like the old Mark would, but that's, that's no more. And then <laughs> what, what is, uh, I think Han leans onto her shoulder and says, her and me and you and a video camera. And then he just Mm -hmm. bites his fucking apple and walks (laughs) away. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'm with you there, man. I get it. And then at the end, she really commits to the bit. Do you remember that this, this is the, do you remember this happening? Yes. Okay. I was floored, happy, excited, love it, but floored. I I genuinely I know that they're gonna have sex. It's gonna happen. It's it's written in the stars. But I did not see a kiss in front of Mark like that happening in the elevator. So do you still think that Han and Mark are gonna have sex? I think they're gonna have the threesome. I think they just okay. do it. You know, let's make it happen. Um, Han Han and Callie are gonna are gonna have sex as well. Individual, like without Mark. Correct. As, as a twosome. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Mark, they'll have a threesome. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. So you were floored. I love that. I love it when you're surprised. That's one of my favorite things. Um, I just didn't think that the first kiss was going to be in front of someone else. As like to prove a point also. <laughs> yeah. Or that it was, it was almost like an, uh, like a hate kiss. Like we're going <laughs> to, we're going to angry spite, spite hate. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was that I liked the scene. It was very good. But then I feel like they kind of ruined it a little bit where Mark, cause Mark also, is he, is he actively trying to piss Callie off or is he egging her on the scene where he was just talking about like all the stuff you want to do to her and pull her, her blonde hair. And she's got like this principle, like you got to go to the principal wagging your finger kind of vibe. And it's so hot. And like, then Callie is like, Okay. Uh, and walks away but then mark sees on kiss callie and he's like oh yeah okay on call room let's do this <laughs> callie was just so shook by the kiss. she was shook she was shook at her feelings when she got kissed that's what i'm saying she was shook by that she got katie parried in this bitch mm. you know what i'm saying very true she truly did some of that 2006 Katy Perry is that when that mm. came out I think something like that um, she kissed a girl and then she turned into a plastic bag <laughs> um so yeah that was so when do you think Callie and Han will have their sex do okay are they gonna have the threesome first or the twosome first I I think they're gonna have the twosome first and they're going to use the threesome to throw people off the trail. Okay. And when is that happening? How many episodes do we have in the season left? Um, next week is the two part finale. So it's going to be, do they release together or separate? Yes. Together. No, we've got, we've got our work cut out for us. <laughs> Actually, I might be off Wednesday and Thursday next week. So we oh, may, this may be, out. I'll have to look that into that. Out. I believe, no, I'm off one of those days because I 
I'm off Sunday. This is off mic chatter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. I this is our planning I'm session sure also live. Love to know. They want to know how well we plan in advance. How how down to the wire do these guys record? Well, it's ten o'clock the night before this airs, so. Yeah, there it's gonna be it's gonna be the season the 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 part one closing scene is gonna be the the Callie and Han sex, and then the okay. part the second half, the closing, the finale moment is gonna be Mark, Han, and Callie boning. So you you think like that'll be the cliffhanger? Is the three oh, of yeah. them? Oh okay. yeah. But the but it, as the scene closes, it's gonna be Han and Callie looking directly into each other's eyes. Mm. Like wishing Mark wasn't there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then Thatcher accidentally walks in, going, <laughs> going, "Where's, where's Doctor Gray?" Um, oh, I came here specifically so to see Doctor Gray. It's a really good Thatcher impression. He's really annoying me in Scandal right now too. <laughs> so That's annoying. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anything else with the mark turning over a new leaf? It's not going to last long. But yet it it didn't last the episode. It did, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not going but it's not going to be his bit next episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be see. he's just just lean into it, dude. Just be the whore, it's fine. At least you're honest. That's what, you know what we're getting. Um Derek says he's like, "So they called you a whore. You were a whore before and you were happy. Like just someone said it and now you're unhappy." Like Yeah. Yeah. I think it's who said it. That's uh, yeah, for sure it's it is because it's, it's Bailey, Bailey. Yeah. So the the storylines we've got left, so we've got uh we've got to talk about this Ava Rebecca Alex storyline. Oof, oof. We got to talk about Greta and we got to mm-hmm. talk about um probably to talk about a little bit more about Meredith and then um Derek and Rose. Oh, Derek I that's what, I was going to we I think we started talking about Derek and Rose and then got sidetracked by how much I love Mark. Which is fair. So Derek didn't call Rose back and is like avoiding her actively. And then is like trying to act like it's fine. And then she's upset. And then at the end, he's like, I don't want it to be complicated. Like, why can't this just be fun? And then she's like, yeah, okay. What? So is he just saying that he like wants to use her for sex? And she's like, yeah, okay. I, I also was, it was a little bit icky. But I love that she's got a sweet tooth and I love that she just had a bag of Twizzlers. Yeah. But also, I didn't love that because there's so many better candies out there. Yeah, Twizzlers there's... like not my favorite. Yeah. And it's, she's it's... had licorice before and they like mention her having licorice. And I'm like, there's a lot of like good candy and that's not it. Yeah, you can, you can, the world is just riddled with sweets. Also at the discount store today, I got like a three pound bag of Hershey's with almonds for like $4. (laughs) That's the equivalent, in my opinion, of licorice. Just there's so many better options out there. Because you don't like almonds, but chocolate covered almonds are good. No, no, no. Your wife is eating like like chocolate covered cashews with coconut. Coconut's disgusting. First off. Okay. You know what? I just, I can't do this with you right now. First off, those things are fucking delicious. They taste like nutty Samoas. Okay, but I Second. hate Samoas. And you okay. said desserts You're wrong. don't have You're nuts. wrong. You're wrong. Those aren't desserts. Those are snacks. Okay? That's not food. It's treat. It is. <laughs> what was that about? Donuts. Michael said, uh, I want food. And you said, 
have a donut. And he said, donuts aren't food. They are treat. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dumb. I love it. What an angel. What an angel, baby. Yeah. So the Rose, the Rose and Derek thing was kind of icky. I didn't like that. Cause yeah. he also, he also just spends so much time just like shitting on her. Yeah. It's not nice to watch. I get that she doesn't have the hindsight of it, which doesn't make it okay. The ignorance is bliss in this kind of scenario, yeah. but also just Derek, be a, like, be nice. And I'm like confused because I feel like the whole Andre storyline basically made him be like, well, I don't want to be in love with her. I'm just going to like have sex with her, but no, I don't love her. I don't understand. It's very com- convoluted to me. Like what? I'm glad I'm not the only one because I, I'm having a hard time reading when you say have fun, like you can do that while also just not being a shitty person. Yeah. You could like do you that. Can be in a relationship and be like, Oh, we're not like on the road to marriage, but like, we're still in a relationship. Like we're still gonna, like, I'm not going to ghost you after we have sex. Yeah. And the exact quote at the end was, can't this just be easy, fun? We don't need that fairy tale thing right or we don't need that fairy tale thing right now we just need a little happy what does that mean Derek he wants a booty call like yeah. he wants friends with benefits like this isn't this like isn't exclusive uh friends with benefits what? yeah I'm but you're so gonna think confused. about the girl you want to be with while you're and fucking she's just like smiles and then holds his hand and I'm like this is so unclear I would be like I'm gonna I'm not saying no but I am gonna need a lot more information yeah <laughs> and also I'm going to need most of that before we have sex next. Yeah. And also buy me candy. With your rich doctor money. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird part of the storyline. I don't love it. I also, like, I like Rose. I like her a lot. Her character is just funny and quirky. And she clearly cares because when he was, like, walking away from the, the patient situation, she goes, oh, hey, um, uh. Uh, yeah he walks she's like away, how's it she was away. like ask gonna go ask him how it was going like with the and you just with the clinical tri- trial and cold like, shoulders it's really hard because i'm so in love with meredith it's like really hard to do this clinical trial yeah and have we need to you. really we need to just be in sync so much with our injecting of virus IL-2. fluids that mm-hmm. uh i i can't have this fairy tale thing right now i just need to be it just needs to be a happy thing and also and like, I'm and not he kept, call he's like, you. those are opposites. Like, I don't need yeah! the fairy tale. I just want happy. What do you think a fairy tale is, Derek? It's literally a happy ending and not the sex kind. Although it could be if you just would just go back to Meredith <laughs> and just get your shit figured out and go to therapy. Do couples therapy. Do that. Truly. He did couples therapy with Addison, although he did like not really. Con- yeah. Did he, he, did, he, he didn't he really do, do couples it. therapy. He was present. He checked the yeah. box. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Speaking of therapy, um, you want to talk about Meredith, or you want to jump into the fucking Alex, Ava, Izzy, De- Mark, uh, wild shit? Yeah, let's let's talk Ava, Rebecca, and then we'll talk Meredith and Greta. I knew, I knew something was up. Yeah, you did say you thought she was maybe crazy, but I wasn't sure if you were saying it in a joking way or not. No, I knew it. I, I, I told you. I didn't want to press because I. I don't want, we don't really joke about mental illness. Mental illness is a problem. Right. I have it. Carmen has it probably. 
It's deep. I mean, technically, is, adult ADHD is, is a mental illness. Right. Um, All the other stuff is just locked <laughs> behind comedy and podcasts. Um, yes. We said that, we said that this podcast is our therapy, which yep. is not an endorsement for not going to therapy because this is a bad form of therapy. But there are worse forms of therapy. <laughs> like none therapy. <laughs> like going to the casino mm, and then... Going to the bottle. Going to the bottle. You Although know. I do okay. have this kombucha. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Um, Ava is essentially having a stress-induced psychotic break that is a result of major plastic surgery and probably also coming on the heels of the fact that she had amnesia. So she already essentially like didn't know who she was and then had her face reconstructed and then like kind of started to have memories. Um, and then like, so she's at the hospital because she wants Mark to give her a boob job because she thinks her face is more attractive than her boobs, which like, you know what? Sometimes that's just life. Ava, Rebecca, like you just gotta have different levels of face and boobs and that's fine some people i don't know i I think all boobs are perfect just the way they are i like that that that's your outlook on boobs i really do yeah he's not kidding guys he's being good there's not a negative boob for carmen um there there is not there is no such thing as a negative boob even if and you know what for all of you women out there who face uh uh, body dysmorphia challenges and you look in the mirror and you just aren't happy. Like, listen, first off, we all need therapy. It's okay. I respect it. But second, just like we talked about with, uh, with, with Mark and, and him being a plastic surgeon, if that's what you need to feel like you're healing your mm-hmm. mind through the, 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 the altering of your body, do what makes you happy. Because I'm also going to tell you that your, your implanted boobs are also perfect. So just boobs are perfect. I will say with plastic surgery, I'm also very pro, like if you're going to do something that's going to give you confidence and make you feel better and like help you on a, on a healing journey, like very, very for it. Um, never, ever, ever alter your body for another person. Oh yeah. If you're in a relationship and the other person says, Hey, I want you to get plastic surgery because I think you could look better. Probably leave them. (laughs) Now different. That's different than you going to the person and being like, I want to do this and then being supportive. Those are different. If your partner is telling you to alter your body permanently with plastic surgery, that person sucks. 100%. Also, so. sidebar, I do know uh, one of my friends had gotten implants and then ex- explanted. Explants. Is- That's like becoming yeah. very common because like, and I think it's probably also, this is probably not true with the kind of implants I do now, but like the kind of implants that were being done like five and 10 years ago are different. And so they're like aging poorly and they're like finding that they leak and they're finding that they're like full of mold, which is terrifying that that's in people's bodies. Um, and I, I think there's probably been a lot of advancements in the type of things they're using in implants now. So um, I don't know if that's the case, but yeah, explants are becoming very common. There's even like implant like illness, they call it because they're, it's basically like all of these symptoms and they, they cannot, it takes like, a really long time to figure out what is causing it. And then they end up figuring out it's your implants and they take it out and all of these symptoms just go away. It's crazy. It is crazy. So pro boobies on this podcast <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Yes. Um, anyways. So yes, yeah, she wants, she wants different boobs because she thinks her face is prettier than her boobies. Um, Mark is like offended. <laughs> well, before we even get to that part, it's, 
So she she at four minutes and fifteen seconds, I had to add a line for Ava Rebecca mm-hmm. because I I was just including her storyline in with Alex because the first time we see them, uh, she's eaten and they're are, are they at Joe's like where yes. where okay Which, they're he, he's like working there. It was Which it I was, remember that happening, but I also remember there being an explanation. I it was out of the blue for me, and, and I just I, yeah, and I didn't I'm like, get it. I don't know when they said it because I remember them at some point saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna work at Joe's to like make extra money to like save up for the baby." Like, and I'm saying I remember this in a different watch because I know it didn't happen last episode, hmm. and it didn't happen this episode, so I don't know when it happened. But I like remember it deleted like, scene maybe on the DVD I don't box know. set. Um, but anyway, so that's why they're at Joe's. Yeah, and he but like then, makes her breakfast and she throws up. Yeah. Oh, the baby didn't like that. Which I thought at that point I had to write uh, at four fifteen. I was like, I had to add a line for the storyline because this is wild. I said, so she did she forget about the other baby? Does is the amnesia coming Mm -hmm. back? I thought for some reason maybe the tests that Izzy had run were were actually wrong. Wrong. And and then she gets into the conversation with Mark, and then I'm like, okay, hold on, something is something's going wrong. Does she have depression? I thought maybe she had a tumor. Mm And then, you know, he says it's acute, uh, it's acute distress. Yeah. It's acute, like, acute stress disorder. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think I would say it's similar to like PTSD. Um, and, you know, he says it's like really common in people who have these major plastic surgeries. She has a new face. That's yeah. a major surgery. That's like a major. major thing to process and to like go through an experience or whatever. So, um, I don't know. I just think it, I it's I think also when you combine that with the amnesia, I I wonder if it would have been less likely <clears throat> for her to have that if she hadn't had amnesia at the same time as all the other stuff that went on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Cuz when you're you're she was creating <sighs> new memories that conflicted with memories that returned to her. And which is think such a about weird thought. Postpartum. Yeah. On its own. Uh, yeah. And she went through postpartum, like, with amnesia, with the, like, new face, like, not knowing who her, like, father was, not knowing who she was. Like, it's not surprising that, like, it it ended up being this way, right, to me. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, But, yeah, she, like, forgets that she has the baby, which is a bummer. I did get some vibes that Alex really wants to be a caregiver because mm-hmm. of the of the, his upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we see that towards the end when he's like changing Ava, Rebecca in, into a different shirt, and yeah, also and she's like catatonic. Yeah, it's really sad. It's so sad. She, I mean, she. There's no. She cannot comprehend that she was never pregnant. She's like, I am pregnant. I know I am pregnant. I want to be pregnant with Alex's baby. I love Alex. I want to be with Alex. Um, there's no, like, you were never pregnant. It's like, she cannot comprehend. She's like, I have had a miscarriage. It is my fault. I'm so sorry. I lost our baby. It's very sad. Like she cannot process. Um, it's wild. It is bonkers. It's heartbreaking. And then she's just, they just cut to her sitting in Alex's room. And I mean, she is like not there. It is how we, the shell of a human being. Yeah. And it's and, and it's how we get there that's that's kind of a wild journey because Izzy finally breaks down, mm-hmm. tells Alex. Well, but, Ava's like, 
you can tell Alex anything you want. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so is he, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, she didn't break any, what a confidentiality because yeah. Ava says like, yeah, give he's the dad. Like you can tell him he can be involved. So we get there to the end scene and she's like, Ava, this, like, this is your uterus. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. And she's like, no, no, it's just so small. And then Izzy has to go and physically hold up the card of this is a six week <laughs> uterus. You can see it. You're right. It is small, but it's here. And it's like, obviously here. Yeah. Visible existing. And Alex still kicks her out. Yeah. It's a bit harsh. Alex. Well, Alex, I'm like, he's, he obviously believes Ava Rebecca, like sh- from where he's standing, she has, there's nothing to gain from lying about this. So when Izzy calls him in to this, well, first of all, he's already told Izzy to, bet, to butt out because again, he's like, the test is wrong. Cause I saw her throw up and I see her boobs getting bigger. Um, and Izzy's like, no, I did this test. And like, I did it twice because it made no sense. And he's like, well, you're wrong all the time, which He's not wrong, um, but so, in this exact instance, though, she isn't wrong. Yeah. This time she's right. So Izzy like goes to do this ultrasound because Mark says like, you have to make her understand that she's not pregnant. Like you have to make her understand that she's like in this state. She needs like to be grounded in reality. Um, and so Izzy does the old and in her defense, she does say that she had paged Alex 20 minutes prior. Like, I think she wanted him there before she started and he was like ignoring her. Um, so, but in his process of thought, like he's going to have this baby, he's accepted it. He's like excited for it. So he walks in, he's already told Izzy to butt out. So he sees that she's not butting out. He sees that there's not a baby. Ava's obviously upset. Um, he like in this very fast moment has to like accept that there is no baby. This baby that he was excited about is not there. It doesn't exist. So he like is grieving that in a way, even though it didn't exist. And then like also processing the fact that, okay, it was she lying and then realizing, no, she's not lying. And then realizing, okay, she's like not in my reality anymore. Yeah, when when she it, it was very apparent, and I think you you could even mm-hmm. see it in Alex's face of when she's, yeah. I can't believe I lost our baby, and she starts crying, and I, even I was like, oh my, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, because it's a real emotion, and also there's so much stigma around women who have miscarriages that I'm glad this was a scene in this episode, even back yeah. then. Still yeah. to this day. So many women are shamed for having miscarriages, the age of which they get pregnant, and also like having C sections. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just a tough scene to watch. And then of course, like you said, she's just totally, totally a shell of a fucking person at the end yeah, of the episode. It's really hard to see. Um, also, I wanted to note this when it happened a couple episodes back, one of the first or second times she showed back up. And Alex keeps calling her Rebecca and she's like, it's Ava. And like, you know, at, at the time you're like, oh, is she like playing pretend? But now like knowing that she's in this state yeah. of like alternate realities almost. It's like, ooh. Good callback. She like really was struggling to like ground herself to an identity. 
Yeah. And it's, so it's, having that other name probably also like spawned her into this break. Yeah. It also makes you think like what's going on at home with the husband and the baby? Like what, what is going on at home right now? Yeah. Like it's how just is wild. she acting there? Yeah. So last week you said you think the husband is going to show up. Do you still think he's going to show up? He is going to be in the finale. Doing and or saying what? Saying, Rebecca? (laughs) And then it's going to cut to the scene of the threesome with Mark and Callie (laughs) and Han. So we get two cliffhangers back to back. Okay, um, so do you have anything else to add on Ava Rebecca? It's sad. N- no, it's it's just so sad. It's it's the things that the human body does when you have a mental illness or there's something mm-hmm. that's not fully right in your brain is just so wild. Because I think what if what if she never took that test and Izzy never showed her? Would she have synthetically gotten larger? Would she have gotten a baby bump? Would she just eventually they're they're probably having unprotected sex. Would they have eventually had just gotten pregnant for real? Yeah. You know, so you know? hysterical pregnancies I do think sometimes they also gain weight just like uh, in the same way that a pregnant person does. So crazy to me. Um, I'm not positive, but I think that is a thing that happens. So, yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about um, Christina, and then we'll end with um, we'll end with Meredith. Okay. So Christina, again, I already said it. Like I love her. She's my number one. Like I will defend almost everything she does all of the time. And whilst I understand where this is coming from, it is too much even for me. It is. It goes from just being like, okay, you're salty. It's just cruel. It's cruel. It's unnecessary. It's, it crosses a line. It's unprofessional. She's doing it to her peers. She's doing it to people that she is like her direct reports. Like it's too much. She has two, two true lashes out Mm -hmm. lash outs. One to George, and she goes right to the jugular and says, "Yeah, you were Burke's guy, but that's all you got. He pitied you, and you'll not. You're like you're not a resident. You're an intern because you suck." Yeah. And then she gets this really just unnecessarily harsh one to Lexi, which I'm more pissed off that Meredith didn't. Yeah, say, I had that same note. I was like, Meredith could have fucking said something because she says something before Lexi comes over. She's like, "Don't." fucking start like don't yeah. do anything to Lexi and then but she doesn't like tell Christina to stop she doesn't be like Lexi disregard like she just is just sits there and lets it happen yeah and she's she says something like she hates you she thinks you're annoying she's blah 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 blah. and then like, yeah you showing up here is the worst thing that's ever happened to her and that's saying a lot for Meredith Gray like that's wild that's wild to say. And then we get Lexi goes to her, I think in one of the, the sweetest scenes and she goes, oh my God, I, I forgive you. I love you. I had these expectations of a sister when I met you and you have failed miserably and I still love you and I still forgive you. Even if you won't let me. Yeah. And that's when the therapist comes out and she's like, so two is too good. <laughs> yeah. and Meredith just goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, Christina just causes total destruction and carnage in her wake. She's in this also episode. cleaning. Yeah, 
which was wild concerning because they've really set in that she's like a messy person yeah and callie even says she's cleaning which she doesn't know how to do she's just pushing dirt around it's so funny so funny um but yeah i i didn't like that meredith didn't even say like hey that is not true or lexi we should talk about this later yeah and um, I love Lexi's redemption arc, both with Meredith and Christina, because she like stands up to Christina later. And Christina's like, I, she has respect for her because of it. She's like, yeah, okay, you're right. Good on you. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you had that experience basically. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's not, also like, that's like it as far as like quote unquote arc is really just that little, little end thing with her and Lexi. Um, there's not much like she's, I, I love the moment when Meredith says, Christina, are you in the dark place? And she goes, yeah. Um, it just like reiterates their relationship and like their understanding of each other and like how much they can communicate without like getting into it. Um, but yeah, she's, not it doesn't make place. it better when you're not actually holding each other accountable for the shitty things that you oh, say or no, do. No, no, not at all. But yeah, being it is in the dark sweet place for their doesn't relationship. Mean, doesn't mean you can carte blanche, like be it like shitty to people. Yeah. Also, I'm like of all the people in this house, go be shitty to Derek for the love of God. If you're Someone. gonna be shitty on Meredith's behalf, go be shitty to Derek. <laughs> yeah. Poor Lexi, who truly has done nothing <laughs> wrong to anyone. And I'm not saying she's perfect. She's not a perfect character, but I think they're painting her as a sweet like opposite of Meredith. Yeah. You know, like, she had basically the opposite of Meredith's childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she I mean, had her hands inside of, uh, uh, Walter Tapley, which, yeah. you know, very important. And she, yeah, she just, she's just like a naive person. She's the opposite of Meredith in every way, which like, uh, she's not done anything wrong. Thatcher choosing her is not a failing on her. It's a failing on Thatcher. Yeah. Like, I understand the association Meredith has is obviously going to be negative. But, yeah. Yeah. I remember also, not liking her at all. Like, I remember being like, she's really annoying. And watching it now, I'm like, she's really not that annoying. She's not that bad. I also, I, we almost forgot to talk about Greta. Yeah, no, we we have to do that. That's with the Meredith therapy. Derek okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, take, take it away. Take it away. Okay, this is wild. This I found out in the blog. They wrote that storyline and Andre was going to not exist. Wait, seriously? Yeah. So they wrote it and Shonda came into the writer's room and was like, what's, you know, like, give me the rundown for this one. And they like did that. And she was like, I love it. But uh, he's going to show up after she's already in a coma. And they were like. Why did we not think of that? <laughs> Shonda, this is like, why you are the highest paid yeah, showrunner in television. Literally was like, I then had to deal with my own self-loathing for not thinking of that first. That's so I went back and forth because I was, I was like, Oh, ask, I wanted to know if you thought he was real or not. I, I, I actually, here's the thing. Maybe it's because <laughs> we worked at Disney and I do believe in fairy tales. Yeah. But they were they were making it so much of a point to say that Derek and Meredith don't get their fairy tale that I'm like, no, no, this girl, like, I think she really lived a fairy tale. I think that she actually had that. And I like because he was like, I would say, very classically handsome. Mm -hmm. And they 
she was not ugly by any means, but I think they tr- they tried to make it where there was a difference of attractiveness yeah, between them. And they even said like, oh, like she doesn't like that I'm like the pathetic sister or whatever. Right. So that that to me, I was like, this makes sense. Although it was weird that she's like, I got pictures, and it's just her drawings of this guy. Yeah. Like we we have technology. Like like we were not in the dark ages in two thousand seven yeah, or two thousand eight. Like I understand like you know, cell phones are not the, what they are now, but, and she even says she's like, Oh, his phone's off. Cause he's like still in the air. And then it's just like, it's like gut wrenching because she died thinking that he wasn't real. I made that same note. Her last thought yeah. was that I, I'm a fucking moron. I made this up. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. So, okay. So Greta is the sixth patient in their clinical trial. They are still doing the the injection thing where they like have to make eye contact and they have to like um, do it really, really like in sync. They have to be perfectly in sync with this injection. And um, once Meredith, they say like when they're prepping for surgery, like she mixed the medication and it's only good for six hours. So like Meredith like doesn't want to wait. She's like Andre's obviously made up. The sister is not supportive at all. Um and so they're going to do the surgery and they um they have to wait for Andre because he uh he he his not flight there was yet. delayed and his he's flight got was his delayed stuff. and um yes is everything Sorry, okay? No. Is there a baby crying? Yeah. Well, like a toddler. Is a toddler standing right next to you right now? <laughs> All right. So what she would say. Sorry. So there's 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 a delay. Is everything okay? I don't know. She's at the top of the stairs. Okay. You go you go tend to that uh if you need to, real quick. I so, think Michael has dealt with it. All right. So yeah, so it, there's there's this delay thing, and it's it's this like, will they will they show his face and uh the thing that the thing that was um that I will say I made a note of because we we get a pretty good mix in this show of supportive family members and asshole family members. Yeah. And in this episode we got a, an asshole family member. It's like seemingly. Weird. Yeah, cuz she's she's not like being mean. She just is like, "No, this is made up." And like it it, it has tracks, to be. It tracks with the tumor because exactly. like, it does seem a little unbelievable and because it's like a whirlwind like, "Oh, it's only been 4 months." kind of deal like that's weird to me i don't know we also we've we've gotten so so many so it's the same tumor kind of style it's these aggressive tumors but the people personalities are so drastically different yeah. um, the one guy went blind and then he's like a crazy person we had the military veteran guy we had uh who just decided he wasn't going to talk to his his you know lover but yeah, none, these people are all ending like they're all having terrible ends of their lives terrible. like no one it's is so ending sad. like no one's like it's okay if i die like everything i've lived a good life yeah also i'm so done with this in sync having to stare at each other and put these viruses on these tumors together story yeah. it's just it's crap get out of here yeah but yeah no it was very sad it's very gut-wrenching andre shows up does the sister see Andre? I can't remember. Yeah, no, they're there together. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. She should feel like shit. She should. 
Your sister is dead now. She's coma. coma, um, coma Derek bound. is like very offended this entire episode. He's offended that Meredith doesn't believe in love. And I'm like, why would she believe in love? Look at what you've done to her. <laughs> also, look at her upbringing. Like her, her mom and dad weren't together. And her mom also confided in her that uh, Richard broke her heart, which, you know, that's obviously neither here nor there because it was an affair to start with. But, um, <laughs> and then also like Meredith has to grow up in a house where uh, Ellis is married to Daniel Douglas and he is a closeted <laughs> homosexual and it's, and then they die and it's just wild. It's spoilers. I'm so sorry. I didn't preface that because I'm mixing my storylines on purpose because <laughs> it's funny. Um, so yeah, it's just, anyways, it, it, there's a lot of trauma there and, and Derek has no reason to be offended at what her thoughts and beliefs are. Derek is like, this is like very confusing to me that Meredith is so like, we have to, like, I'm going to do this surgery faster. This woman is like, this woman's fake happiness is making me mad. And Derek's like, no, we're going to wait. <laughs> Crossing my arms, kicking and screaming. We're doing yeah, this my way. Like, it's really weird. Like, I don't understand his shift because at the beginning of the episode, when Greta's like, do you understand how precious it is to have time with the people you love. Derek like fully turns his body and straight up looks directly. Yes. And, and he then, doesn't like, hide five it. Minutes later, he's like, I'm angry. I'm like, what is happening? I'm shocked that Rose wasn't standing in the corner watching that happen. Like that's how, yeah. that's how For awkward drama. it was to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's like really weird. And like, obviously at the end, Meredith feels like shit and was like sobbing. Um, because, she also didn't think Andre was real. And then like this woman did have her fairy tale and Meredith is like, Oh, just reinforces that like everyone else gets it. And I just like have to be miserable. Um, speaking so, of therapy. Yes. <laughs> so yes, she's also mad at the dot, the therapist because the therapist is like, you don't care if you live or die and you're a quitter and I won't give you your chart. And Meredith is offended by all of that. And won't go back to therapy for most of the episode and then goes to therapy and um, says that she's not a quitter and Derek kissed Rose. So it's she says he messed he messes up, not me. And I'm like, mm, you both mess up because you're both so bad at like being in love. And it's just yeah. just why? Why you got to be this way? And it's okay to be broken people in love and going through a healing journey together. The mm -hmm. problem is, is that both of you are blaming each other for your own problems. And there's, yeah, there's no accountability or effort None. to fix anything. Um, and Dr. Wyatt is kind of like, well, everyone makes mistakes, but like you're just sitting back, like looking for a reason for him to fail so that you can um, like bail, which might be true, but Derek is also at fault because he like, the whole thing when she found out about Rose and he's like, well, obviously you already know about this. So that's why you're asking me. Um, he could have been like, yeah, we kissed. I should have told you, I'm sorry. Like, do you, can you like still for like, we weren't together. Like, what do you need from me to like, know that you can trust me, but instead he got automatically defensive. So it's a failing on both of them for sure. Like I, I don't think it's just on him or just on her. I think that they both just suck um, when they're together. That's I agree. Like the worst versions of themselves is when they're together, which and we get that in a lot of. I, I think that Ross and Rachel are f ultimately they're fine, fits whatever. But it's it fits in. a Oh, my fucking shit. 
uh, Annalise and Nate. Oh my gosh! Although they were they were sweet at points. There was there was points yeah. where I was really rooting for them. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. You you get these this this theme throughout the episode of she's quitting, she's not quitting, she's quitting, she's not quitting, she's in, she's out. Uh, she goes and she they, she brings up her mom and and the, at the beginning when they're fighting, the doctor's like, oh, we're getting somewhere finally. Yeah, and she's like, don't ever talk about my mom again. Yeah, and then she brings it up and then she comes in and she says, yeah, my mom tried to kill herself when I was a kid after the love of her life disappeared. In front of me. Yeah. She's And and she says, I've never told anybody that before. Which is big. It's that's a big a, moment. That's a big secret to keep. That's like a big thing heavy, to just have. Heavy like, burden. Never shared with anybody for your whole life. Um, yeah. So that sucks that that happened um so yeah i uh i don't know it's um i like them that dear or meredith apologizes to andre for not waiting i really liked that yeah um, in that takes moment. responsibility and, and he he says he's like she could wake up right like this whole thing's been a fairy tale so sh- maybe she'll wake up because like people wake up and derek's like no no she will not so sorry I still don't understand how someone can be not brain dead, but coma bound forever. It's a permanent coma. I don't understand. Her brain swelled so much that it's too swollen to be a brain. So it's still, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I feel like brains are just like. I tried to explain that. Brains are just like hermit crabs. You just need a bigger skull cavity, right? You just go get a bigger brain house, go get a bigger Mm -hmm. shell. Mm hmm. But you have to get that before, otherwise uh, it gets too right. Bad. Right. You know. You know? Oh man. Uh, I, I know that we we kind of condensed some of those storylines. There's probably stuff that we missed, but uh, I know we're Maybe getting to the point of we're at almost two hours. two hours. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I do want to make sure that we, I know we briefly, briefly touched on it, but I like that Han is in therapy. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Uh, that it's something along the lines of having sexual feelings for a coworker because that is something that if you lived in a world where you were maybe trying to be raised to uh, repress your true sexual self and you're having to figure out how to deal with that in a healthy way, maybe that's what she's in therapy for. Uh, could be one of the things. And I really want to see this storyline keep going with with Meredith. I really like I really like that she's getting healing. Oh, when Meredith goes and I'm just going through now and like making sure I say things that I want wanted to say. Um, when Derek goes and like attacks Dr. Wyatt in the bathroom and she says, I would like to, and she said, I would like my chart. And Dr. Wyatt says, I would like to go to the bathroom in peace. So it seems like everyone is dissatisfied. <laughs> yes. And then when um, Weber is saying like, no matter what he wants for Dr. Tapley, no matter what he wants, give it to him. He says he wants a steak, kill a cow. And I just was like, that's hilarious. I actually must have missed that part because I didn't see that. I was probably Um, typing notes. Yeah. Because it's right after Meredith barges in and Han is in there. Ah, yes. Um, Yeah, I think that's all. This is going to say. Oh, that's Mark says that under his breath. Derek is like this turning over a new leaf thing. I don't like, Oh, you need, it needs work. And he leaves and Mark goes, Oh my God, this is going to kill me. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's funny in this episode. This is peak um, Mark for me. This episode is so good for Mark. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through, and I think those are all the notes that I had. I did I did have one small Christina note that I wanted to touch on. It says that she she tells Lexi to be unstoppable, be a force of nature. And no teams, no buddies. You're on your own. But like, also, Christina has her best friend that she gets to work with. So I, th- I feel like there's a little bit of a hip- hypocrisy moment. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think everything else I wanted to say, I, I have it. I have I've been able to put it in here. And I would like to just end with Derek is going to screw is going to fuck over Rose. And I'm not excited for about when that moment happens. Um, also, I like the end line that Meredith says. So you think I'm broken? Fix me. So I like yeah. that. She's she's like, I'm in it. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Fucking not a quitter. It. Predictions. I have none. I think I got I got through all the ones that I wanted to add throughout the show. Is there okay. any specifically that you want to ask me about, or do you want to rate uh, it first? Yeah. What uh, do you think there will be like a big cliffhanger other than the threesome? For Burke's the, coming next... back. Burke's going to okay. come back for a cliffhanger. Okay. Because next week's the finale. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's rate it. Oh wait, no, 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 no! Izzy's gonna die. Izzy's gonna die early. Oh the right, show. you said Izzy was gonna die this this next episode. That's my feeling. Well, for what about Ava, Rebecca? What's gonna happen? She's staying at their house. The husband's and gonna you come said in. The husband's gonna show up. And he's gonna try to kill Alex with a gun, but it's oh. not gonna work. Aggression. Um. And then wait, isn't about- isn't Joe's husband named Walter? Yeah. Really just recycling the names here, huh? They didn't want to get a unique name for Walter Tapley. Um apparently not. All right. Okay. So um uh clinical trial. Anything? It's gonna keep going. They're gonna they're gonna carry that into season five just for some keep reason. Killing people. <laughs> keep keep them dying. Um maybe that'll be one of the cliffhangers. They open up their bottle of champagne and then they kiss. Okay. Um, well, to open up the bottle of champagne, they have to not kill somebody. Well, then someone's going to live. Or maybe they'll just open it and say, I don't want to wait. <laughs> I champagne just have now. to get drunk because all these people keep dying. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to kiss. But let's just be happy. We don't need a fairy tale. Yeah. Apparently those things are different. Um, so let's see. Let's, let's rate it. What do you rate it? You go first. I'm giving this episode a 3.9, a resident 0.9. Okay. I will explain it after you tell me your ranking. I'm going to do a fellow 0.3, a 4.3. Pretty close. For me, I think that I I really enjoyed a couple of things. I actually, while it sucked and it was sad and I, I feel bad for it, I like that we're getting some emotion from the Bailey and Tucker conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that there was some arguments there. The the Mark had a great episode. I think he really carried this episode from a comedic yeah, standpoint. A five for Mark. Five for Mark. Five, five for Mark. Five for George. Five for George. When was the last time we said that? I don't think I've ever said that. And it was a really good episode for George. The Ava Rebecca storyline was a big twist. And I, I I liked how they did the scene where they, they all find out and Alex finds out. A lot of good acting there. The the Tapley storyline, uh, I, I feel bad for George because he's like, hey, like say what you said. Just just say it to your guy because it would help me. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, fuck you, kid. Fuck you, O'Leary. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's what I got. It overall good episode. Um, 
just it's not it's not one of the best. Yeah, I, feel I think it's a similar. very good it's a I very like it. good week before the finale kind of episode. Yeah, I like the the Meredith therapy going back and forth is funny. Um, Han and Callie fucking with Mark is funny. Mark is peak in this episode. Weber freaking out about Adele the whole time is funny. Um, lots of good one-liners. So yeah, I agree. It's a good one. Um, we should let these listeners week. go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> no. Next week where, um, we will do the finale either probably together. Probably t- we'll see. We will figure it out. Follow at Gray's Academy pod on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, we'll confirm. give updates over there. Yeah. Um, also, I've been posting a lot of reels and clips from the show. So if you like to watch those, follow us there for that. Um, and you can also reach out to us, uh, graceacademypod at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, thoughts, feelings, emotions, love, whatever. Uh, if you see Carmen walking down the street. Make sure that you do not spoil anything. And if you need to take a quick moment to ask, hey, have you watched this episode yet? Let me let me do it. We got this. It's all going to be OK. The world is uh, life is too short to have Grey's Anatomy spoilers. We thank you all for listening and we'll see you all in the next one.